get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 132 of the What Up Though podcast. After a short break, we back in this bitch. Yep. It's June. We know both of y'all missed us. Right. All all three of (laughs) y'all. All three of (laughs) y'all. So, yeah. uh, Finals going on. Is Um, we back or is we returning? Are we (laughs) back? Man, baby, you're gonna always be made fun of because of that shit. I don't think I don't really. There's nothing else you you really know him like distinctively for, but that now, like that would be forever his 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 memorable moment. That that might trump his uh his his customary hand rub. Yeah, I think that was probably his best moment. I mean, other than you know, of course, uh, milk and all. I said uh, Trump is hand rub. Shit. Uh, other than milking all of Cash Money artists for all that shit, pulling a ditty, um, you think they they none of them people are really getting paid like that? It wouldn't surprise me in the least. Not at all. I mean, it was all cool and it was all beefed out. Like, what else could kill a relationship? Like, hey, Money. I thought we were boys and yeah, now you ain't paying now, me. But now you ain't paying <laughs> me. I just. I just. I don't know, man. It seems like they just had so much money. Why not pay these niggas? You, you pay them. Y'all gonna keep working together. Yeah. And now Cash Money is like a distant memory as far as music. Like, n- there's nothing coming from Cash Money. Is Drake still on Cash Money? Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck. He has Drake, so shit. That's a cash cow in itself. But, I mean, all the time when, you know, Wayne was there, I mean, I mean, at that point, I guess after, after the, uh, um, the group and shit, Wayne was pretty much the, the money maker. Cause, I mean, shit. Bird ain't selling. Birdman ain't selling albums. No one's going for his music. Whatever the f- did he do an album? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did, he did do music. Yeah, yeah. Wayne was the all- Wayne took off after they broke up. Really, because all his his solo joints when they were together were like not like Juvenile was still really popping at that time. Like Wayne didn't really start popping off until they broke up. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know why. Just for the for a brief moment, I almost forgot about. Fucking juvenile. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. But yeah, that was a. I don't know. Do you think who you think had a better era, them or No Limit? Mm. And I guess that could be uh, looked at a couple of ways because I think. Well, I'll answer. I think quanti- quantity. Think No Limit was like every week a fucking album and all that shit. Yeah, but. I don't know quality wise. I think Cash Money may have had the better the better run. Um, I liked Cash Money more, and I liked I thought that their stuff was better in general. Uh, but you could also measure it by like successfulness, right? So, like just off the sheer quantity of what No Limit was putting out, combined with the shit that they knew would pop, like a Master P album, a True album, a Mystical album. A Mia X album, a Silk Shocker like, album, a Sea like, Murder album, and it was like thirty-seven artists on fucking No Limit. I mean, yeah, but people were gonna cop those, so like they were selling records. So, I mean, yeah, right. And that's why I'm like, you know, is it 
the quantity of it, because like I say, they had music, they had artists, they were selling shit, but it was like, was that shit really good? I mean, Silk never had a great album. Uh, I like True Album. Uh, uh, Ghetto Dope was dope as fuck to me. I thought that was one of the better albums of of uh, No Limit. Um, but shit, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I gotta agree. I think I like, uh, I probably like Cash Money's better, but I still think that uh, it was a, it was some, it was some decent shit that uh, um, No Limit did that I, I remember rocking. My uh, at the time my stepdad he was uh, really into No Limit and he was like buying that shit every week and shit. He all them fucking pastel colored albums and <laughs> shit was all lined up on this fucking uh, CD rack and everything. So yeah, shit was crazy. I bought a lot of them. Well, I bought all the Cash Money shit, but I bought a lot of No Limit shit too. I thought that the like Cash Money really only really 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 popped for a kind of short period of time, like after Juvenile's 400 Degrees album, which was like the one of the best fucking albums ever. Up until like maybe I I don't know the chronology of it, but I know after that they dropped that BG Chopper City in the Ghetto that. That popped. The Hot Boys album popped. Wayne's debut popped. Uh, Wayne's next album popped. The Big Timers album was popping. Uh, I think maybe even... I don't think Turk's album sold too much, but... Like, that period, they were selling records. But that's like, what? Like, six albums? Like... Yeah, I'm gonna say that's not a lot of albums, uh, but I think it had quality though. It was good. They shit, 100% though. had quality. Yeah, it wasn't just putting shit out every week because you had it and shit. Cause, I mean, you had I don't know. I'm trying to. I can't even think of most of the random motherfuckers that was on uh, the limit. Uh, uh, Mr. Servo, uh, <laughs> fucking Fiend, uh, Fiend, um, Mercedes, Mercedes, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mercedes, uh, Cain and Abel. Damn, yeah, now you sit here and think about it. You, they had a bunch of fucking... And we still haven't really named a lot of all that shit. Oh, um, uh, uh, the one nigga. You had Mac, uh, you had C-Murder. Okay, now Mac was the best. Yeah, I like Mac. <laughs> Mac was the shit. Didn't he get killed or something? Oh, he went to no, jail? No, he's in prison. In prison, okay. Oh, then you had uh, 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 Slim Thug. No, not Slim Thug. Uh, um, um, fuck. He had the slow motion song. Uh, he died. It was a slim dude that. It ain't Slim Thug, though, but it was. Fuck, I can't think of that dude's name. Um, yeah, I'm. Fuck, what was his name? I gotta look it up. Slow motion was with Juvenile, though. Yeah, but I thought that was his. He I wasn't on No Limit, I don't think. Who are you th- thinking of? I can't remember his name. Slim Thug is different. And then not, yeah, it's not Slim Thug. Cash Money had a Slim, but he was... Soldier dog. Slim. Soldier Slim. That's okay. what it was. And he got killed, I believe. Uh, that I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he... Oh, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure he got killed. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he got killed. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he got killed 2003. And I remember right after that, but he was definitely one of their artists. Um, but yeah, so they had a, a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> Just a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, I guess with the subject, how was uh, how did they weekend? <laughs> then they had Snoop. Oh, they had yeah, I forgot <laughs> the fucking Snoop came in. 
Damn. I yeah. like Snoop's first album with them. The other one just kind of. The longest album title ever. What was the game it? is to be the, sold, not, not to be told. Man, <laughs> I think that was like high. That, I think that was definitely highly anticipated. Cause that was that when he left Death Row. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Mystical. I don't know the numbers on that, but I'm Mystical. pretty sure that shit sold well. Mystical over there. Mystical, fuck. And Mystical came after whatever his, whatever he was with. Uh, was it was it like the boot camp? Boot camp clip. That was in the name of the record label though. Um, it was. I should know this. Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, <laughs> shit. I'm failing. And we're like totally sober. <laughs> like we're right, starting right, early. Drunk shit. This is like this is just me being me, not remembering shit. Um, yeah, his debut album was somewhere yeah. else. Then his second album was on No Limit. The uh, What was the name of that shit? Man, I'm really fucking up. Untouchable. That's what it was, right? Untouchable? His second oh, album? Or was, that, or was that the name of a... I know it's the name of a song, but was that the name of the album too? Uh, Untouchable? I think that's what it was. And then he had Ghetto Fabulous. Did, did he have Mind of Mystical? That was his first album. That, that was the first one? And that's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, um, I'm, I, I really have to look his shit up because I think I'm getting... I'm getting the chrono- chronological order mixed up. Um, yeah, Mind and Mystical was the first one. Then Unpredictable. Unpredictable. God damn it. Yeah, and that was my favorite one. Then Ghetto Fabulous. And then after that, I think I stopped. I don't think I really listened to Let's Get Ready much. And then that Tarantula album, I don't really even remember. That shit was a coaster, nigga. That shit was sucked. <laughs> that shit sucked. It was a fucking weed tray. Yeah. So... Speaking of weed and trade, well, just weed. So <laughs> speaking of weed and trays, <laughs> Detroit shut down a ton of fucking uh, um, dispensaries. dispensaries, and I just don't get it. Like, I guess a lot of them. I don't know if they' supposed to, you know, like fix rules or some shit, or come to some certain standard and shit. But they shut down like hundreds of them or some shit, like a hundred and something. When. Like in the last like week. Oh shit. That's disheartening. I don't know, man. Just leave, leave them fucking shits alone, dog. I don't know. I think they should be fine. They shut down 167. I didn't even know it was that many, although, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, shit. They it makes me wonder, all, like, all if they. All the eight mile between Evergreen and Telegram. Yeah, it makes me wonder shit. if they shut down 167. How many are left? Four? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, they really don't. Um, they don't say how many. Uh, I was just trying to look on the news. Um, they don't say how many is left, but and it's still fifty-one that remains to be closed down. Damn. I I, mean, I don't know what the city ordinance is that they're using for that shit, but I hope they keep all the ones with the cool names and shit. They all got cool names. I mean, they all but some <laughs> are a lot better than others though. Like some of them are dope as hell. Like like the uh, what was the one the 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 grass station? Mm-hmm. I think they that one just had to stay just on the name. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't, I th- I I take you shut down some of them bullshit ass liquor stores for that. So I'm looking at an article that's uh 14 of the best Detroit dispensary names. Oh wow. <laughs> I remember this. Or this article came out 2016. I remember this article though. 
Um, so oh, I hate articles that make you click the fucking next page for it. Oh God, slideshow. God, I hate slideshow. All right, so uh, the first one is 420 Dank. I don't really like that one though. No. Um, Area 51. They don't even sound. They ain't cool. Uh, let's see. By my internet tripping. Sorry for technical difficulties, folks. Um, how do you just go not responding to a fucking click? Um, these are whack, dude. Detroit buds. That's terrible. Detroit Grass Station, of course. Oh, that's um, East Van Boulevard. Is that like going towards downtown? I am unable to comment on its location. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving right along. Uh, Green Genie. They're not terrible. I thought they had some. I've seen some better ones riding down 8 Mile. Right. They could have just went down 8 Mile and just figured this shit out. The Green Mile. That's kind of cool. Okay, that's not bad. And where is this one at? Oh, eight mile. I would say probably on. I was eight about mile. to say why? Well, yeah, I don't know why I even questioned that. Um, House of Dank. I've seen that one. And I, Mr. Smiley's. Uh, whatever. I'm not clicking the rest of this shit. Mr. I, hate, <laughs> Mr. I, I just hate the fact of slideshows. Just had that shit on one page. Anyway, so uh, we have uh, emails, voice messages, and all that shit. I guess we can get to those. Yeah, let me liven up. I'm like, it's the the boring podcast. So I don't know. I just feel like so. I feel mad, like sedated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you even got like the lower tone and shit. I'm like, nigga, you sick or something? No, I feel fine. No. Okay, cool. (laughs) Okay, it's good. You're not sick. (laughs) Let's keep it moving. (laughs) I'll liven up, I swear. All right. uh, First one is from Baylor. Um, It's called Chaffee Feedback Volume. Now, we know he had the mad, sexy, soft voice. On his uh, voice message two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So, he's trying to set the mood and shit. So, that shit was like one small line going across the <laughs> going across the screen. Like, damn, this thing. He, uh, mad sexy for us today. Who is this performing at halftime of the finals? I see two people. Um, it's a big oh, I guess we're not going to find I out. No, right? It just skipped away. One of the guys was big. I just know that. I'm like, is it Killer Mike? <laughs> I feel so bad for thinking the exact same thing. Like, oh, that, who's that? is that big guy, Killer Mike? <laughs> I can't think of no other decent big guy that would be able to be at the fucking uh, finals, though. <laughs> and he wasn't big enough to be eight ball. Yeah, it wasn't that. That wasn't that big. And, like eight it, ball don't even perform. He just I'm, like he, leans up against the speaker and raps. <laughs> <laughs> like, can y'all put a speaker out there? It doesn't have to work. I just, right, just, just want to lean up against. I just me. need to lay down while I perform. <laughs> uh, I actually saw that. Like. Uh, that's like that's not a joke. That's literally what I have seen. What the leading speaker? Yes, eight ball performing, leaning up against the speaker. Like I've l- literally seen that. All right. Uh, anyway, let's let's play Baylor's email. <laughs> <laughs> eight balls obese as fuck. Yo, what up though? So why was Chaffee like the last? Uh, I'm still listening to the last episode. Why was Chaffee like whispering though? <laughs> Tell Chaffee stop whispering. Like the nigga was whispering like he was hiding from somebody. He said the feedback. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then he said the whole government though. Like he didn't say your last name, but he damn he almost did. And he sounded like a lawyer or Who uh, whole government he almost said or some shit like that. But mm. um don't come for me, Chaffee. Uh 
And, he don't come for you softly. I'm responding softly. to the whole Coney thing. Like, look, hey, I, I want to try this shit. This shit looks, it looks tempting, okay? But what I'm saying is that we don't have, like, like if I'm not mistaken, that that hot dog, that particular hot dog was created over there in the East. Like, we don't, we have places that can make it, but it's not like a, a normal hot dog out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Niggas don't wake up and be like, let me go get a Coney. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know, when I seen the pizza form, I'm like, yo, that shit look crazy. And I'm pretty sure that it was, you know, similar to what's on the hot dog. I'm just saying, when you see mustard on a pizza form, you know, pizza, and it's a, but it's the coney, it's like, yeah, that shit kind of crazy. Anyhow, I'm going to try it. Um, now, as far as the food episode, that would be for the nigga. The episode would never get done if if you expect everybody to travel to all those places and try the food. That's almost impossible. Niggas is broke. But no, I was saying we could do it like um, pause. Um, we could pay to think of like three that. or four food spots. Your favorite food spot, um, uh, a general popular spot. Uh, overrated spot, and then uh, maybe a new spot or something like that. We can keep it to like you know three or four, three or four places, and then that could be especially if you like if y'all pressed with time and don't want to be on too long, like no two and a half or three hours. We can just do it like that, breeze right through them. You know what I'm saying? Like I know my voicemails be long, but I'ma just get right through the food or whatever, um, and then that's it. That's pretty much it. Um, so you know, Michael. <laughs> Whenever you want to set that up, man, just let me know. Uh, I think it's just better just to let everybody know what days y'all are available. I know y'all y'all, y'all say I usually record on on Wednesdays. Thursday. Um, I usually work on Wednesdays. Uh, yeah, because we record on Thursdays. So I'll figure anyway, something. So if matter. I know ahead of time, try to get you know my shift uh, switch and something like that, and just let me know what days y'all could do. Oh, and on the side note, my nigga. When I say clients, I work with adults with disabilities. <laughs> so that's what I do. I don't, I'm not a personal trainer. I don't sell drugs. And I don't clean up making houses. <laughs> All right, man. All right. I, I think I can say that just because he works with adults with disabilities, that does not mean that he's not a uh, also like a like dick deliverer or something like that. Like he could still... <laughs> <laughs> like we can't rule it out. Like he could still be a drug dealer or a personal trainer or a, a, a man prostitute, man, or any of those a, things. A, a man horse. Yeah, yeah. Working with adults with disabilities I mean, is I not rule. They're not mutually exclusive. No, I mean, you can fuck people with disabilities, dope, Baylor. That's dope, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that too. And that's a dope cover, though. You know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's a dope thing that he does oh. for the community. Oh, like, no, oh that's I mean, so nice that you I mean, do that. I mean, that's an admiral job. But I, I know it's a dope cover. I think that's actually a dope cover, dog. <laughs> for your yeah, drug you business. Know, you know, I have a, you know, they'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. And they'd be like, I got these, uh, these packs in the, <laughs> do you think <laughs> he talks, G-packs. do you think of his, his job where he works with the disabled people that he like talks to them the same way he talked on his voicemails? Like, hey, my nigga, uh, I'm going to need you to, uh, stop doing this. Uh, uh I'm, I'm going to need you to. I mean, oh, like, nigga, you got to eat this lunch, my nigga. Right, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get these Coney dogs, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. I, Can you pass me the lighter? That's a that's pretty dope though. But yeah, at least we we know what your uh, quote yeah, your job supposed is. job is. That's, yeah. Yeah. 
Why? So I see. So uh, I guess I'm to deliver dick to the disabled community. <laughs> Terrible. Everybody need. Everybody needs to get fucked. Hey man, you know I think you know disabled. You know, old, young. You know, se- sex should happen to everybody. So. How <laughs> <laughs> you say it should happen to everybody? Like it's a random occurrence. Like it should <laughs> happen to you. It might be shit. Like, it just pops know. up. Like oh shit, it I just got fucked. The- it just happened to me. It may not be uh, common for everybody, but yeah, yeah. But that's Baylor's job to make sure that it is. <laughs> dick deliverer. Wheelchair or not. You can't. You can't still get the dick. <laughs> it slips in between that little hole between the back and the part that they sit on. <laughs> I wonder if he'd be leaving his uh, Nike slides at, it, at, the, at the crib and shit. Like, oh shit, my bad. I, I left my slides. They got like, they took a picture. Had like, they got like a wall full of fucking slides and shit. <laughs> like, the nigga has like slides and hooping shoes. That nigga has nothing it's, else. It's like the Mister Marcus of the disabled right. community, like. <laughs> Instead of Tim's, he wears slip-ons. Like. He got all colors of like Air Force One, just all colors of slides and shit. Just fucking people in their catheters, catheter holes and shit, whatever crazy oh, shit he does. Funny thing about slides, so my wife got tired of my old, the old ones I had, so she bought me some new ones, and she don't like the ones I wear. The ones I wear, I, so I went to uh, Myrtle Beach last year, and I had like some Adidas slides forever, and they finally fucking broke. Like it tore up, and so only place we had near was like uh, Walmart. So I'm like, shit, we just gonna be on the beach. I don't give a fuck. So I grabbed these little cheap ass. They look like county uh, county shoes, <laughs> and um, I have I had a brief experience with those. So um, they, hmm. they but them bitches is awesome. They're durable as fuck. Damn. They was like twelve dollars, and I'm still rocking them bitches. Damn. Like I just got out of jail with them, but whatever. Them bitches comfortable. Got, Ni- got some Nikes with like a Y in them, N I K E Y. Got me some Nikes. Did you, did you just get some slides recently? Or you somehow you'd had yours for like eight years or some shit? Yeah. And they're still phenomenal. It's Adidas ones. Now, do you wear them out in public and shit or just at home? Nah, what the fuck I look like? See, that's, <laughs> see, that's why I probably, mine probably broke because I was wearing mine every fucking way. That's what niggas do, dog. Like, I, I, I'm half white. That my, my half white side will not allow me to be out in public like that. So I just figured the half white side would have you out there with the slides. Like, nah, why do not wear slides? Oh, you got no nah, white people wear like thong, thong sandals, dog. Yeah, like, nah. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Good that's point. like the nigga uniform. Like, I can't do the nigga uniform. Nigga, I will rock the nigga, nigga. uniform at any co- at all costs. White tee, basketball shorts. Uh, crew link socks and Nike slides. Like that's like the nigga uniform. I can't do it. I can't do it. I do. A, I'm not trying to end up like I Trayvon Martin. Tea, some 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 cargo shorts, Nike slides, and some some decent socks. We all we we good. Nah, you gonna money. be you gonna threaten a white person like that? Hey, that works. <laughs> Like no, that I mean, man might shoot me. I mean, all white people. They'll be crossing the street on your ass with that. It doesn't happen before, so. Yeah, and you can't run from the police in those. No, you can't. So you really gotta have all your shit in order. Yeah. Um, it was funny just about white people. Um, <laughs> man, it's this. It's like God damn. Man, that's a big ass. I don't know what the fuck that was. Some bug just came in here, size of like Peter Dinklage. <laughs> man. Dude, this is it's two guys in my job that walks past me all the time and will not look at me, dog. I do not understand that shit. White guys? Yeah. Oh yeah. There go right there. God damn, damn. that thing big. That's a big ass beetle. It's like hitting all kind of shit. That thing probably got a dick bigger than mine. Like fuck. <laughs> that thing big as fuck. 
I don't know. I, I, is that just a night bug? Because I don't see them during the I'm day. I'm saying mad weird shit right now. <laughs> like, like, what's going on? I'm saying mad weird shit. I'm not drunk. Well, like, I'm like, like, did you hit the house a dank before you came? <laughs> no. Nah. I was on a green mile. Dog, hit up Detroit grass station. Right. So, totally off the subject of any of that. So, this past weekend, um, we um, we went up to this cottage in, uh, like, West Michigan. He means him and his wife, not me and him. That oh, would have been mad yeah, weird. Not, not, yeah. Not <laughs> me, and <him. laughs> me and Mike went up to this cottage. Weirdly enough, <laughs> Sunday, we were, like, 40 miles apart. Oh, yeah, that yeah, That was the yeah. weird shit. Like, you know, we all go out of town and shit, and then we, like, you know, within, you know, miles or whatever. So, we go to the sand dunes, and my wife... Hey, you know, go to some romantic getaway with your yeah. wife, like, oh, man, Mike's only 30 minutes away. <laughs> right. I'll be right back. She's looking like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there her nighty and shit right. like I thought he was gonna get it all like Mike over there with cigars though it's only a 30 minute drive you can't smoke here so <laughs> I'll be back it's only a 30 minute drive <laughs> nigga I would've been keep, keep I, it warm for a nigga nigga I would've been in, in the doghouse forever for that shit you have been living in that bitch but nigga if you would've been fucking 20 miles closer I would've dipped out Sunday <laughs> but they ain't had shit going but anyway so we go to the uh, me and my wife she been wanting to ride uh, the four wheeler quads of the sand dunes forever so when we planned this trip she was like that's one thing she definitely want to do i'm like cool she ain't never rolled a four-wheeler before but that's what she wanted to do all right so i'm like cool so we go um to the place we rent them and so they had you could rent quads which is just four-wheelers or you could rent like these dune buggies where you can you could have like a passenger so just be you know two two-seater or you could actually rent like jeep wranglers okay so that was so you you saw a bunch of like families renting the wranglers and shit so mm-hmm. we got the quads and so they take it on this big ass trailer about 10 minutes away where the, uh they let us off at they give us all our rules and blah 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 so it's a little path we riding down and she she she's good you know she's you know she's you know doing well you ride down this path and then you get to where it opens up and where all the vehicles and shit so our understanding was that at least my understanding, I don't know about her, but my understanding, I feel hers is probably similar, is that we're just on a small dune area, only us and a couple other four, because it was like, the company had like, I don't know, probably 30 four-wheelers or something like that, so we're figuring, you know, it's just going to be us and, you know, a couple of, you know, a couple of hills, nothing too crazy, and, you know, so forth. Nigga, <laughs> we get there, and it's like... <sighs> It's like the Fast and Furious Dune <laughs> Buggy uh, edition. Nigga. So, first off, we, when we was there, we kept seeing all of these, like, pickups and shit, like, riding around with big-ass uh, flags on them. Big flags. Confederate uh, flags? No, no, no. We did see a, we did see a Confederate flag. That was okay. Fun. That I hope was you didn't go anywhere near that. We got these they, these long plastic antennas with flags, and that's because when they on the, the dunes, people can see them and shit. Mm-hmm. But these are just regular pickups and shit riding around, riding around in the city. We ain't think shit of it. Dog, we get there, and it's like a free-for-all. You got four-wheelers, dune buggies, motocross bikes, pickups, SUVs, all that shit. And everybody's just riding. It's like no fucking rhyme or reason to any of that shit. Damn. Needless to say, she was shook. Right. She was like, I can't do this. I'm like... What you mean? We just paid for this shit. Right. It's three hundred dollars. What you mean? It God was, damn. So it was one hundred and fifty for two hours for each one. Damn. So she's like, 
she's like naughty, and I get it because we got on helmets. You can't really see around you, and you got big ass pickups running past you, fucking uh, motocross bikes going past you. Do all of the little uh, like remote control cars you've had as a kid; those were all out there, like live size and shit. Nuts, <laughs> dog. I, I mean, it was, I was comfortable, but she was definitely uh, shook. And so for a while, she would just park and be like, go ahead. Um, I'll catch up. Which I'm like, I can't leave you. But, yeah, that shit was crazy, dog. Yeah, I, 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 have you ever wanted to ride four-wheelers? Uh, I had never. It had never even occurred to me as something I would want to do. Then when you posted the picture, I was like, oh, that sounds like something that'd be fun. Like, I had never thought of it before. Dog, I, it was fun as hell. Which I, reminds me of something that I want to talk about briefly, but okay. go ahead. Note it so you won't forget it. I'm, I'm doing exactly that because I 100% <laughs> forget it. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun as fuck, though, man. I, I had fun. Um, there was a bunch of... Man, they had hills that was probably 100, 200 feet up, and people were going up and then coming down. That shit wasn't popping. Uh, wasn't doing that, but... Other than that, man, that shit was fun to sell. I uh, I posted, if you ever get a chance, um, my Facebook page. I posted some videos of what it really looked like. It wasn't oh, okay. the, uh, the day of, but it was. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that. Um, just what it what happens and shit down, man. That shit was cut, but nonetheless, it was fun. Um, so that was cool, man. The cottage was cool. Just being so the backyard of our cottage was like Lake Michigan and shit. So that was pretty dope. So fun time though, man. Just. It just vacations just be so short, man. It's like we get up there Friday, we're there Saturday, Sunday, then come home Monday. It's just like, man, you need like a week to just get away and shit. But right. it was cool though, so have fun. I suggest um, anybody going up there and just doing, just going on the sandals, even if you're just going to walking and shit. It's dope as hell. You didn't say where you were at. So we were in a city. It was a city called Claire. I'm sorry, not Claire. Take that back. City called Shelby. Okay. Which every time I said Shelby, everybody thought I kept talking about Shelby, Shelby Township, Township, which yeah. is like near us and shit. Right. So the best way to describe a Shelby is it's pretty much like 50, 40, 50 miles north of Muskegon. Okay. And between Muskegon and Traverse City. Okay. So just so I don't know, they won't see it, but like here and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it was a. Uh, we describe places in Michigan by pointing to our hands. Yeah. <laughs> which is what he did just now. He yeah, showed so, me on his hand where it's located. So basically, like, if you look at your hand and where the one line on your hand goes all the way to the right <clears throat> or the left, that's <clears throat> kind of where it was. Okay. If you got the same, uh, I'm assuming you got the same line. Like, what? Do your hand? Do, do, your, do your line go mm-hmm. all the way over? Yeah. So pretty much where your line goes over, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, so fun shit though, man. Um, Traverse City is dope. I went there last year. That's a pretty cool place. Like, there's a lot of dope places in Michigan. I've still never been to Mackinac though. Okay, well, tip. yeah, um, you gotta do that. Pause. Um, but <laughs> damn I right, it's a tip. So, but you was gonna note something you was gonna say. Oh no! Well, you said that when you mentioned the doom buggies and shit, and I was like, I had never thought to do something like that, but that sounds fun. Like so, um, at work yesterday, um. <clears throat> I was having a uh, meltdown. <laughs> no, I was having a discussion with somebody, and um, they mentioned that they do something called disc golf. Do you know what that is? I've heard of that, but I don't know exactly. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And so the two people that I was with started explaining it to me, and they're just like, "How have you not heard of this? We everybody does it." One guy said it's in his 
Facebook profile that he does it. That one guy said people have been doing it since the seventies. Realize you're like mostly black and shit, right? I tried to convey that thought to them without saying that. <laughs> I mean, but they were almost like, "Well, what do you what do you do?" I'm like, "Try not to get killed." <laughs> like, 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 what do you say? And I'm like, so I'm, I can't sit there and be like that's some white shit. I'm totally, like, <laughs> I'm totally interested now that you said try not to get killed. I feel like it's some kind of dangerous sport. No, I mean trying to get killed, like growing oh, up in the hood. General. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Like just trying not to get killed, like growing up in the hood. Oh, like you, I thought you were talking about like just extra career. Yeah, you like play outside, you play video games, and you avoid death. Like that's 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 the that's the general idea of what it's like growing up in Detroit. Growing up in suburbia, maybe you learn about disc golf, but it's something where they like throw these things that are like frisbees but with weight to them, and you gotta flick them. And it's like golf in the sense of like, so, you know, in golf, you got like par three, right? It's supposed to take you three strokes to get to the hole and you use different clubs right, to get right. you different results. And that's the same thing with this. So it's like it has like this thing that looks like it looked like a it looked kind of like a trash can with uh, chains on it. And you got to throw the di- you got to get the disc into the hole into the hole and you throw it and the. You have different discs that are, I guess the discs are like the equivalent of a golf club. So you got a disc that's like a, almost like a driver that you, you throw that one to try to get distance. And then you have a disc, I mean, there's multiple ones, but to put it simply, they had, you might have a disc that's like a, a different size weight that's like a putter. So it like goes uh, short distances, but in very straight lines, whereas the, the driver disc goes far distances, but it's hard to aim it. Okay. So like kind of like that, and this one guy said that he did it for like, he said like a uh, hundred holes or something like that, like something crazy, like over the course of a weekend. It's like a lot going on. Yeah, he's like, I did that shit all weekend and like walking and doing it and drinking and all that shit. I'm like, man, I never heard of that, but that sounds kind of fun. Like, did they invite you out to do it? No. What the fuck? I mean, I, I'd be interested to do it now that I get, they don't talk the shit up. Well, it was it was like I was asking him what he did over the weekend, and he said he did that, and then I was like, "What the fuck is that?" So then him and the other guy explained it to me, and I was like, "Well, that does sound fun." He said, "If I ever want to do it, let him know." After the fact, but that was after I said, "Like, oh, that sounds fun. I might do that one day." Uh, I fully don't anticipate um, ever going disc golf with him, but I mean, hey, hey man, I it is what it is. I think you should try it, dog. Oh, I'll try it, but I'm not. I'm saying like I, I can't guarantee I'll go with him, like just oh. because, like, the, the dynamic at work is like the white folks at you work. work with them niggas? Uh, I was gonna say it that way, but <laughs> uh, like the white folks at work, they all kick it with each other. Like they all Facebook friends and they all cool. They hang out. They go play golf together. See, that's a lot of people on my team play golf. See, that's why you gotta. Well, that, that's my job. That's that, not my job. The people in my job. That's all they do. And some of the like. So I. And my, my office is consisted of basically, like, sales guys, program managers, and stuff like that. And they just, they woo customers by doing shit like taking them to lunch and going yeah. to golf and going to Tigers games and all that shit. So, um, they always talking about fucking golf. Like, they wear golf shirts off every fucking day. Like, the summer hit or spring, summer is hit. So, all they do is wear fucking golf shirts. Yeah. Like, I, it, but point being is that. They all have a relationship with each other that I could never have with them just because of my not just my my like position within the company, but also because of the fact that 
I mean, you see the shit that I say on social media. I can't be Facebook friends with anybody I work with. <laughs> see, that's the thing. I feel like if once you start hanging out with them, the the natural thing for them is going to want to be Facebook friends with you. So you exactly. Exactly. And being shit. Exactly. I learned that shit years ago that that shit does not. And that's not going to work. Things. And that's not going to work. And then like, then it's like, okay, man, I sent Mike a Facebook friend request like. However, however long ago he ain't accepted it now it's like now you gotta see me yeah, at work like it's and awkward I just, you know, now is your page is your page open hell nah okay yeah I so this is old lady in my job my page is tighter than virgin pussy right uh, same here and I just like I'm not I'm not friended I remember so I think it was like oh, 08 or 09 or something I had friended some co-workers oh man I feel like I'm gonna go get another lighter cause I'm killing your shit um <laughs> I friended some um, co-workers and it was just one night I was hanging out and shit drinking and I didn't I drunk so much I didn't make it to work that day the next day oh well, I, I made it late you told me about I, this I got that late yeah you told me about this I don't yeah. know if you said on the podcast though and that motherfucker I come in he come in like oh was you was you drinking too much last night I'm like and he said it loud as fuck dog I'm like man you kiss my dick dog that's I <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even unfriend them then I think not I, kiss my ass not suck my dick right. Kiss my dick or I, suck my ass. I, I didn't even, I didn't even unfriend him at the time because I, I think I just I just blocked him from seeing everything on my page. And I just <laughs> felt that would just go piss him off more that he's still my friend, but he can't see shit. Yeah. And that shit was just like, man, nah, I'm not I'm not doing that again. Never again. Yeah, and I, I can foresee a time when that happens, but I'm not going to facilitate it. So like, if it gets to a point where somebody tries to add me, um, I'll deal with it at that time, but right now, um, I'm definitely not gonna put myself in a position where it's likely to happen, and I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna change anything I do either. Like, I can't even imagine if somebody that I work with listen to this podcast. Like, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be ball game, dog. Like, why you got like, <laughs> what episode is this? One one thirty two. One thirty two. Why you got a hundred and thirty episodes of him talking shit about white people? <laughs> like. Yeah, I, I I can't. I mean, the thing I, I work with a lot of older folks. Uh, some older. Uh, like, it's weird because my boss is like a year older, and he's cool as hell. We talk about music all the time and shit like that. But I couldn't I couldn't dare tell them that about my podcast. Now my my wife has told her coworkers about my podcast, and so I keep every time. Oh, so it's your podcast. Well, tell them <laughs> it is, and. They always want to. Uh, one guy he wants to come on to come on here, and I'm thinking like, and I've told him the name of it. I don't think he's found it, but I'm like, man, you gonna hear me and my uh, our co- my co-host, and you're just not gonna like me anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing it, and I almost entertained the idea of letting him hear it, but I was just like, I don't want to jeopardize because he's like over over my wife, um, leader wise, and I'm like, I don't want to yeah. jeopardize shit with her, so I was like, nah. Mm-mm. All right, let me pull up uh, Jeff's uh, voice message real quick. Well, he sent a YouTube. Oh, okay, um, cool. So we get to look at him while he's in the car, up, and y'all just hear the audio. Sister, I saw post the pod didn't go up. Figured I sent a feedback from the last one. So two things: comment right. and a question. Comment was. Mike, man, I totally fucking feel you on people being rude as fuck and then expecting you not to say shit to them. I feel like finally I say something somebody agrees with. The way people are now, it's like you're supposed to be nice, but you don't have to fucking be polite. 
And so if people do dumb shit, you expect it not to call them out or not say nothing because you don't want because you're not supposed to hurt their fucking feelings. And then people just supposed to move on with they fuck shit ways throughout the whole day, and that shit is annoying as all hell. Right. Um. To briefly pause that, like, it's not even just uh, calling them out. It's the fact that somehow I'm the, like, overly angry, unjustifiably angry asshole if I get mad when somebody else is rude. Like, I feel like my reaction is perfectly warranted. Like, why isn't everybody mad when people are rude as fuck and selfish and only concerned with, like, their own lives and nothing else that's going on around them? Like... I feel like that shouldn't be just me. I feel like that should be everybody. So why am I made out to be like this like rageful person? Like, oh my God, why are you mad? All they did was something rude as fuck and selfish. But like, it's like I said, I feel you because I get that people doing dumb shit at work, people doing dumb shit in public. And then it's like, as soon as you say something, you the wrong one for pointing out that they did some dumb shit that everybody knows is dumb shit, but you're not supposed to say that it's dumb shit because then you wrong for hurting their feelings or whatever. I think people too fucking sensitive because they're getting their feelings too often when you correct them on some shit, and I think it needs to go back to the old days where if you did some dumb shit, people called you out on it. Um, And then the other thing was you talked about the whole thing about people well men not being masculine and how that was a thing it used to be a thing where you were masculine and now it's all super highly frowned upon and that that's a topic that scares the shit out of me just because i have a son and it's like you try to tell your boy (laughs) to be a man you got five people coming along telling you that you can't tell him that well let me make a a quick kind of distinction right so i was saying that like we live in an age where everything is so accepting and everybody's not supposed to get mad about stuff that i think it's gotten to a point where like uh wanting masculinity and like looking like okay why are you not being masculine is like frowned upon i kind of make a distinction though between the situation that he described as far as like telling your kid to man up because like i don't do that with my son just because like i feel like like he's a kid like he's allowed to be a kid like i kind of almost take the opposite approach with him because like um if something happens he's a little older now but like um if something happens he's a little younger like his mom or like his mom's family might be like almost kind of like deride him for crying and i'm like he's a kid he's supposed to fucking cry like i understand like if you if you're a man you might be like yeah i can't cry i can't show no weakness or whatever and speaking to somebody who like almost never cries i can uh speak to the fact that i'm not playing favorites in the sense of like you know uh like i'm not i'm not putting how i am on him i'm being completely unbiased and like if he cries it's not like i'm gonna be like hey dog man up man you don't you don't supposed to cry like uh, I, i'm not gonna preach a a uh an unwarranted or unrealistic picture of masculinity either like i don't think that i don't think that crying makes you less masculine i do in certain scenarios 
like when I'm listening to a podcast and they're talking about they watched The Flash and when The Flash proposed, when Barry Allen proposed to Iris West, they started crying. Now that's a situation where I'll be like, man up, pussy. It's a fucking TV show. Like it's not even like real. It comes from the CW. Like it's not just like some wildly uh, emotional moment. But um, I'm not going to put that on my kid either. Like, hey, man, don't be crying, dog. Like you got to be a man. Like you're a child. You if if something happens and you cry, I'm not going to be like, hey, toughen up, you little bitch. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's something that's... I mean, I guess... But that's that's me. Uh, other people have different ways of parenting, but I don't put that on him. No, no, and I and I kind of get that. But I think, you know, growing up, especially, I, I know I I heard it, and, you know, kids around us, my, around me heard it, especially with my, um, you know, my uncle being around with my... Um, <sighs> So my uncle, I stayed, me and my cousin stayed across the street from each other. And my dad wasn't really around. So my uncle, you know, kind of played like that, that role. And, you know, other uncles and, you know, you fall and like, fuck you crying for shit like that. And, you know, I, I think you had an era where you couldn't be expressive. You couldn't hurt or whatever. You know what I mean? But I don't know. That's I, the opposite of what I'm saying. That's the, like the overly masculine shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, and I totally get that. Yeah, overly. Um. But I don't know. I, I think it's. I think it's. I don't know. I could take if you, if you cry. I was a crybaby as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I could take crying as long as you. You know, you working through that shit. Like it's just something that you. Okay, what happened? Let's figure out what happened and you know let's move forward. I don't think I just can't take whining, dude. Whining bucked the oh, shit out of that's me. That's different. That's oh. different. God, I can't. Like, dude, just stop. Like, either you gonna be happy or sad. The, that in the middle shit. Like, oh no, ah. that would piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that piss me. Like, yeah, it's like, no, 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 that no, now it's no, like let's start now I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Let's start. <laughs> like, let's, let's different. Let's, let's not do this. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like. I, I, it always irked me, and it still irks me if my son cries and somebody's like, "Hey, uh, not not necessarily don't cry because maybe he's crying for a reason that he shouldn't be crying, or it's like a consoling thing, like, hey, don't cry. But if somebody like paints it in the picture as in like he shouldn't be crying, like. On some like man up type shit that irritates me to the point where if it happens, I don't think no one else, no one else has that right anyway. True. That you know what I mean. That's kind of that's 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 for you to handle, however way you decide to handle it. Exactly. Know? So that's that's and not I, that's not that's not no one else. Not, you know, I'm coming with your career with son, so I'm like, what the fuck he crying for? Like, yeah, oh, it's not, it's not, like, that's not no one's like, place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look at you like, do I have to smack a bitch? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, you and that's totally deserved too. Yeah, it's like nah, nah. It's it's, it's definitely the a, a circle of, you know. I can see if your brother asks or something, hell you crying for type shit. But, I'd smack him too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But like I mean I I I take that uh very, very, very seriously. Like someone else trying to discipline my kid in any kind of way that's not in his immediate disciplinary circle. Right. Like, and I, when I say immediate, I mean like me, my mom, his mom, maybe her mom and my wife. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all who I would allow. Like if I'm around and like his mom's husband tried to like check him, It'd be ball game, man. Right, right. Like you know, I don't need an excuse to fuck you up, right? But see, (laughs) see, I think I feel like well, you know, knowing you and um, knowing his mom, I feel like if you're around and his mom is around, there's no need for no one else to to do anything disciplinary because y'all are there. 
And I, you know, you know, based on I know your parenting, you you got you guys are gonna take care of it, so it wouldn't be a it should that should never happen anyway. That'd yeah. be some dumbass shit. Like, what the fuck you said? Like, yeah. No. Nah. You can stop talking now. <laughs> like, <Right>. like <laughs> right. I will I will fuck you up, sir. <laughs> like I, I yeah. I don't need an excuse at all. I'm sure anybody's gonna feel any kind of way. Like I don't feel any kind of way in the sense like I have any animosity toward dude. But I mean, there is a guy in his mother's life who is a was it stepfather to him, and there's always gonna be a bit of like, just make sure you don't cross the line, and that's uh, that's really all it is. And I and I would expect the same out of her uh, toward me as well. So like. I don't know. Then we find out this nigga like spanked him or some shit. Like, okay, now I'm about to spank you, nigga. Like, <laughs> like in a way that you are not gonna enjoy. Pause. Uh, but yeah, let's get back to the voicemail. He still got three and a half minutes left. It's long-winded ass nigga. <laughs> you don't want your son to grow up and be a little puss bag. <laughs> wow, that was an interesting. You try to, to tell him what needs to be said to to for them to grow up and be a man. You got somebody jumping in trying to undermine or come along and, and, and like, uh, I guess contradict what you're saying. It sounds like me and him have opposite One of the reasons I same. like LeVar yeah, Ball I mean, yeah. so much is because he don't give a fuck what people think in raising his kids. He just raised his fucking kids. I feel like LeVar Balling should be the thing that dads do nowadays because he's proven that Taking a position as a father and just not giving a fuck what people think works. Okay, um, well, I got to pause on that, too. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think any of us are in any position to speak on LeVal Ball's, Ball's parenting skills. His children are grown, so, like, anything he does now isn't really, like, oh, this is his parenting skills. Like, right now, it's like he's... I mean, I, 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 I don't want to... I wouldn't, wouldn't speak to his... I don't know what his parenting skills was. All, all I can say is that I, I feel like he has unwavering support of his kids. But as far as parenting skills, I don't know about that. I don't think yeah. nothing. I don't think nothing shows parenting skills. But I, I, I think it definitely shows that he has he supports them and wants the best for them. Although he doesn't communicate that shit right at all. He also, um, it's clear that he relishes the spotlight. So, oh yeah, he is supportive of his kids without a doubt, but he's also in it for him. Like he's enjoying this. The fact that I mean, like, like let's be real, he's a much more, uh, I, I don't want to say a bigger star, but he's a bigger star than his kids at this point. He's the one that's getting talked about all the time. He's the one that's getting interviewed. I've seen. I don't know how many times LeVar Ball been on some fucking sports center or something on ESPN. I ain't never seen Lonzo on shit. Like yeah, I've seen him on like, ESPN once. He's the fucking he's he's the one in the spotlight. I, and I point. think this is the time that he's probably gonna have because once his son, uh, you know, what I'm saying goes into the league, it's gonna be you know one of those put up or shut up. He's gonna have to you know earn his keep you know as far as a player. And I don't even know how I don't even know how good he actually player he actually is, um, but. You know, when you know, once the season started next year, and and I guess he's probably going to go to the Lakers. Um, you know, we'll see. But yeah, I don't know about parenting, but you know, he's you know, he definitely supports him fully. But um, he's projected I, to go number two, and 
Well, he yeah, I, well he projected to go two, but number two is Boston. I think no, number two is who, who has number one pick? Lakers is number two. Okay, Boston so that's what one. it is. Boston number one, right, right. Because he doesn't want to. He would be one if he wanted to go, but apparently the balls don't want him to go to to Boston. I think I I think I read somewhere that Boston don't want him either, though. Like, but he didn't work out for Boston. I don't think. I think he's been focused on trying to beat in L.A. Okay. So what I've heard, I haven't followed followed it that way. Oh, I say I haven't followed it to the point where I, I'm fully willing to default to whatever you say because I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I all, I, all, that, all we agree I, on I, is that I we know that they he, want him in he L.A. Declined working out for Boston, from what I understood, and I, I and and I know for certain that he they wanted him to be well, they as in his family, his dad wanted him to be in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But I don't know. I guess I don't know. From a, maybe from a marketing standpoint, they want him to stay in L.A. I don't know. Um, I mean, what better place could you be? Yeah, I mean, that, true. I mean, it definitely uh, marketing wise, that would be the place. That is the place. So, and then it's. I feel like it's you. Well, I don't want to get into like that. But like, yeah, I mean, the best, the biggest markets are the Lakers and the Knicks. And I mean, if you had your choice, which one would you go to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're definitely not going to the Knicks, so. right? <laughs> But the other thing, I guess the question I had is, do you think that the thing with uh, the the whole being a thing to be all feminine with the dudes, like you mentioned the, the artists and like athletes and stuff, and, and y'all talked about the rompims and stuff, I feel like that's not just a man thing. I feel like that's something that they do to black men. I don't feel like it's all men because you don't see a whole lot of white men walking around trying to rock pink and wearing a bunch of feminine shit like rock artists don't do that type of shit justin bieber's don't do that type of shit justin timberlake don't do that type of shit um white athletes skateboarders skiers hockey players none of them do that shit it's only from what i've seen I could be wrong, but from what I've seen, when that shit happens, it's only black men, predominant black men. And I mean, I'm the conspiracy person, so I feel like it's the same as what they would have did back in the day. They want to tear down black men's masculinity because of how powerful black men can be when they're manly. And I think, like, I guess I feel like it's a pattern. It's not just... Oh, it's okay to not be manly. It's more like, oh, if you're black, it's okay to be feminine as fuck. And I don't know, like I said, for me, having a son, that's scary as fuck because then when I go and I say, I want to look at my son because he crying because he scraped his knee and I want to say, stop being a bitch. But then everybody going to look at me like, oh, you're being too harsh on him. It's okay to cry. And in my opinion, no, the fuck it's not. Like, yeah, we're definitely on opposite ends. And in reality, <laughs> people don't accept men crying. Like, it's just not. I, like, I know they want to paint this picture that it's cute and it's strong and it's desi- It's not. It's not. That's not realistic. Like, men cry when someone dies <laughs> or when they're sh- and have like in an extremely happy moment. But over little shit, less than that, men crying just makes them look like a bitch and people don't respect them and people don't look at them the same when they see that. That's, to, in my opinion, that's just a fact. That's in business. That's in life. And I feel like 
it's one of those things where people try to dull that shit and die it down, especially when it comes to black men. So I'm interested to know your thoughts on that. Um, and I look forward to the next one. All right, then, holla. Peace. I think that um, the it sounds interesting to me because it sounds like he didn't like the idea that uh, men are looked at as a bitch if they cry over something other than like a death or something like, extreme. But at the same time, he wants to tell his kid who scraped his knee to not to not be a bitch and cry. So it sounds like it almost sounds like I think it's a, 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 a I don't know I I want to interpret that there's a in a difference in childhood emotions and men and grown you know adult emotions um, but i i don't know i i, w- I would like to probably him him to expound once he uh he listens to this this episode um i don't really know if there's a a thing again a thing of uh, a conspiracy on on attacking like masculinity and 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 you know african-american you know community especially with guys um i mean but i feel like you have such i think you have less you have less examples of what people may consider uh low uh masculinity than it is not i mean because you think of you think when you think of entertainers and shit like that you think of people who are not masculine like the first people to come to your mind is like Young Thug or some shit, mm-hmm. but that's like one of the few examples of the shit. Most people don't exhibit ex- exhibit such, I guess, open behavior like that. I don't know. I don't know if that's a, the best way to explain it. But I don't think it's no can. I don't think it's a conspiracy uh, that you know less masculine men is gonna you know kill the black community or some shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. I. I I don't really speak on this whole idea or conspiracy of the emasculation of black men. And it's not because I don't necessarily subscribe to it. It's just because I don't really, I don't really know where I stand on it. Honestly, like, I mean, I see it like it's sparked from like a lot of the shit where they talk about, uh, the black actors who are made to dress up like women in movies like Tyler Perry or like, uh, Martin and Big Mama's house and shit like that, and that seems like that's where it was kind of kind of sparked from. And like I, yeah, I, I just don't really know where I stand on that. Like I mean, I I don't I feel like no one. And then also there was also the whole idea. I think it was uh who was it Dave Chappelle? I think when he when he left and ran off to Africa, didn't he say that like I feel like he said that Comedy Central wanted him to do some shit like that. And he was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to do that shit. Like, I feel like he said that. Or it might not have been him. It could have been someone else. But I feel like somebody in that position said that. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like even then, I feel like all those those situations seem to be like like the minority of, of actions versus the majority of the shit. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, no one really gave a shit when, when Eddie Murphy was... Well, was uh, was playing, you know, random characters and shit. You know, I guess I think like it came more common when uh, Tyler Perry started doing the shit and so forth. So I don't know. I don't think that's a majority uh, thing, but I don't know, man. I, I I don't. You know, I have a I have a stepson that I you know I came into his life maybe seven years uh, some years ago. Um, but you know, 
because I don't have an actual son. I have nephews and stuff. But, you know, I, I just want boys to be raised, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, express their, express how they feel, you know, be good people, you know, man, your, your, uh, your elders, you know, simple shit you know not really worried about if you're going to be tough or you know saying like manage managing your your masculinity or whatever like that to me that doesn't you know uh that doesn't seem high on the 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 list you know um as far as a lot of other things but i don't know it could be just me i I don't yeah i don't really uh i don't place any importance on that I, mean, I just don't like I guess my whole argument was about the idea of it's become trendy to uh well okay so we're we're in a society where we want to be accepting of everybody no matter what they are which is 100% I'm on board with that um but I think that it's gotten to a point where we want to be so accepting that if you feel any kind of way about not even like anti something, but like if you are pro masculinity, like I just don't want guys dressing, guys wearing. I think it's weak that a guy is wearing like a girl's t, a girl's blouse as a shirt. Like then all of a sudden you're like some sort of like anti-gay or anti-something whatever and it's like it's almost like you can't even like be pro-masculinity like hey can you guys just man up a little bit and i i just don't like like i said i just feel like what happened to masculinity like why you just can't be like why you can't be a strong why you can't like embrace the idea of just being a strong man without being anti-whatever like you can be both like you can be pro gay or pro whatever with and also be pro masculinity too yeah i don't i don't, I don't think people uh look at uh i don't think people look at homosexuality and put masculinity in the same same sentence like if like i think they do and i think they shouldn't what do, what do you mean i think that because i think that's where it kind of comes from like people associate if you look talk about men, gay men with femininity. So if you are pro masculinity, then that in their mind makes no, you I think, anti. I, no, no, I think we're saying the same thing. I'm saying why? Why does? Why does people? Why do people feel that you can't be masculine and be gay? Oh, okay, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. But and then I'm like, you know, and I guess another question I, I probably would pose is like. What is the pros of masculinity? I don't know. Like, like, what is what is, is masculinity isn't isn't synonymous with manhood. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's synonymous with manhood. Um, I just don't want guys dressing like women. Like, and when I say guys dressing like women, I don't mean drag queens. I mean Russell Westbrook thinking it's fashionable to wear like women's clothes or like. Saying that I think that Cam Newton shouldn't dress like a slave owner. Like <laughs> I feel like those kind of things like should just be how it is. Like I don't like I don't I know very I mean, few I don't, people. I don't, 
I don't have any 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 homeboys that dress like that. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's it's killing the back community, but you know, I don't know. I just you know Nor do I. Um, I just don't like Russell Westbrook's uh, clothing choices, and I don't like the fact that he thinks that the wilder he dresses, that the more fashionable he is. I mean, that's, like a fucking like, that's like the whole thing with the whole romper thing. I don't even care how it, how it looks or you know people think it's something like you know uh, you turn on the heat. No. Oh. Fan. It's just the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't know. I mean, and you may differ opinion. I don't see the whole romper thing as being less masculine. I just think it looks uncomfortable as fuck. And I could. I, I also see think it's not masculine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. But see, I don't know what is masculine supposed to be though. And I. I mean, I get the not wearing shit that women wear. But I. I just don't <laughs> get what's the the. What what is the pros of being masculine? But I think this shit just look uncomfortable as fuck. Like I cannot picture wearing a onesie, <laughs> like a onesie with, with with the legs cut off. Like that shit just looks mad uncomfortable. Like I just don't see it being comfortable. I mean, despite what you know, people may feel about it, I just don't think it looks comfortable. Like yeah. I say, I hit the big game. All I'm wearing is cargo shorts and t-shirts <laughs> and slides. <laughs> but I think I can afford some decent shoes. Yeah, I would say so. <clears throat> You can afford them without hitting the hitting the lottery. Yeah, I could I, I, I could afford some decent ones. Um, so, what else we got? Uh, uh, so I want to talk about the the bombing at the Ariana Grande concert because I thought that was an interesting. I had a take on that that I thought was kind of unique, okay. but I thought it was like a an interesting choice in um, terrorist acts because like I've always thought, and I've, I've, I'm sure I've said it on the podcast multiple times. That I've never really been concerned with like terrorist attacks happening here, cause I'm like, who would bomb Detroit? Like, who would do something in Detroit? Like, who cares? Like, what happens here? Like, I always think like if somebody comes back here, they've already hit New York, so they'll probably hit like L.A. or something like that. They'll get at the Super Bowl or what? Where, where was the concert at? Manchester, England. Okay. So I'm like, I always think like, okay, they're gonna hit like the Super Bowl or something in L.A. or something in dc like something like you know a, a big a big deal thing but like man if you can't go to a ariana grande concert in england ain't shit safe no more where can, uh, you go? where can you go like you can't go see lil yachty and panera bread because you might you might catch a bullet dog like you might there might be a fucking terrorist up in that I, bitch I, with I, a fucking I, book bag I, with a bomb I, in it i feel like that's like i, I feel like that's the those kind of events are the shits that these fuck ass coward, you know, uh, suicide bombers, target evil losers think that <laughs> that people would, would would be checking or going like, what what is like, what is your whole purpose of doing this shit? That shit is just crazy to me. Like, what was so fucked up about about her concert? The people that was there that make people just want to blow up a whole bunch of motherfucking people. That just that shit just doesn't add up to me. I'll never understand that shit, man. Yeah, I would never go. I would. I would not be a Manchester resident. And obviously, if you go into an Ariana Grande concert, you probably like a teenager or some shit, thinking like, "Yeah, man, hopefully don't get. Hope ISIS don't hit this bitch up today." Like you would never think that shit. That's why I feel like if if Lil Yachty is at Panera Bread, and I'm thinking like, "Yeah, let me go check out Lil Yachty and get a sandwich." Like I'm not thinking like, "Oh shit, I hope ISIS don't hit up this Panera Bread." Like I'm, I'm thinking like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna be a problem." Now I feel like ain't nothing safe, dog. Like you be anywhere. I, mean, I just hate, you know, if you, you know, you, you, you that little, you know, Ariana little girl, and you just like, I just couldn't imagine me being a performer and 
all these people died at a place that I was performing at. Like, how do you even continue shit? And then, you know, so right after that, you know, people are, you know, joining, you know, her and other, the bag scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Um, you know, joining her in other concerts, like, you know, we're not going to be afraid of terrorists. But I'm like, y'all motherfuckers on stage with all kind of security. Y- y'all ain't out there, you know what I'm saying, in in the general seating and shit with people coming in. They could blow up the fucking door and shit. So they make it seem like, you know, we're not going to, you know, uh, you know, uh, actually, it's not going to work. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we're not going to, you know, stop, uh, Stop performing because of terrorists, but shit, y'all motherfuckers got the tightest of fucking security. Mm-hmm. All these fucking people coming to these concerts, they ain't got that same fucking security. <clears throat> I know my concert going will probably be halted. Shit, I don't know, man. I I, I just never understood that the, the the whole suicide bombing thing, and that's just so so fucking cowardly, fucked up. And like I say, you kill you killing kids. It was like what more than 20, 30 fucking kids that you know what I'm saying died of that shit. It's fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. And so, then the uh, motherfucker who did it dead, so he can't even do shit. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. <laughs> anyway, we can say something. No, I was say so what you think about Cat did you see what happened with Kathy Griffin yesterday? Yeah. Um I don't I don't know. I haven't really thought about like my opinion on it. I've just it's like I mean I saw so much shit that happened to Obama as far as people doing shit like that. And it was just like Hey, that it just—it's the the price of fame as a president. Shit, I don't know. Um, someone said that uh, um, his youngest son saw it on TV and thought it was him and spazzed out or some crazy shit. I really don't think that happened. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see him watching random TV and just see it. Like, oh my god, my dad's head is on. Like, this, you know, like yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't really have much thoughts on. It, to be honest, you know, I was. I was shocked it happened, but I wasn't shocked to the point where I was just like, I had much thought of it. I don't know. What what, what was your take on it? Uh, no, I also didn't have much of a take. I kind of like don't care. And when I say I don't care, like I I get the idea of uh, of how it was wrong or or whatever. But not even so much as like comparing it to like the multiple times that that happened with Obama. It's kind of like I look at it in strictly like a law sense, right? So like. If she were to like get charged with something like that, then I would care more because then I'd be like, okay, so are we looking for the people who did the Obama shit then? Because none of that shit happened. Yeah, so nothing happened there. So I mean, if the worst that happens to her is like people get mad about it and she get fired from CNN or something like that, yeah, that's fine. Did she get? Did she get fired from? Was she on CNN? Yeah, I didn't know she was on CNN. I don't know what she does with CNN, but I know she was on the New Year's. New Year's Eve special with Anderson she got, Cooper. She got knocked from that. I mean, being mad, weird, making that nigga uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't particularly care. Like I, and it's not because it was Trump. Like it could be anybody. It's just that I, I, I only care within the confines of the law. Like if, and then I would want it to be across the board. So like if, if I understand that the Obama shit, whenever that happened to him, there was nowhere near the outrage that it was with Trump, but. I I don't care as long as like if it's a persecutable offense, then I want it to be done across the board. So as long as she's not hit with no charges or nothing like that, I don't really care. And then if what she gets hit with be though, I don't know. Putting the president's head on your like making a I don't get it like. I, hey, I don't know, but I'm just saying if there was something, 
then I would be like, okay, so why why aren't we looking for none of the people who did it with Obama then? Then I'd care. But as it is right now, I don't particularly care about it. No, it, it definitely wasn't a, a issue. I mean, yeah. And it, as as much as Trump is fucking up, like, I, it's not an issue. I don't see the issue. At all. I'm just like, oh, it didn't even it didn't even spark me as like wow crazy. I was just like, oh, like it yeah, really did. It was neither. It was like in passing. You know, what I'm saying passing news or some shit. Like you know, yeah, it's a stall car on on the on the street, like just passing by, like. Oh. But I can't say that I think we all would have felt a different way if it was like fucking yeah, Bill O'Reilly hold up yeah. a bloody Obama head. We'd be like, what the fuck? But I think because we don't give a fuck. I mean, we don't give a fuck about him, man. I think that's why. I, th- I felt like if it was some random uh, women hating, if, if for instance, uh, Hillary had, had, had became president and some old random right wing ass dude held her head up, we may have felt some kind of way. Maybe. But I mean, I don't think no one compares to us feeling the way about Obama. Yeah, like you know, and they and it was all kind of fucking shit that people did, and it just kind of just looked over and shit because the the general crowd just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have went over well if a celebrity did it though. Like it was just like random like Obama and that was a, and that was a point someone else made too. But I think someone I kept seeing these tweets about how. Um, Ted Nugent has said shit about Obama and uh, Hillary and stuff, but you know he's like buddy buddy with Trump and shit, taking pictures at the White House and all that shit. So I mean, there was a, he would be the celebrity that's you know said and you know said crazy shit, but you know ain't shit popped off or whatever. Yeah, random person would have did it. I don't think nobody would have really gave a fuck. Mm-mm. But I mean, I didn't think people was really checking for Kathy Griffin to even care like that though. I mean, yeah. I know she's a celebrity. <laughs> And not just a B-list celebrity. She's a authentic ass celebrity and shit and whatever. Did she say anything with that? Was it a commercial? Was it a? a it was a photo shoot. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. So the we have the game on on, on mute and it's just in the background. And I was really ready to like pause the game and like pause the podcast as the last six minutes or something if the game was close to watch it and then just reconvene. But nothing to see here, folks. Cleveland's down by twenty. It's nothing really to see. Yeah. And Gold State is still shooting threes. Like they're really like we were keeping our foot on these fuckers neck, dog. Like they really are I don't even know no no Steph is not in, but uh Durant is still in. Uh what do you who do you think has the most pressure to win like individual player? It's always gonna be LeBron. Always Always, always. I, it's funny you say it because I, I've seen that question posed on, online, and most of the people said Durant, basically just because of him leaving. What's the name? And I kind of agree to a point. Um, but I mean, I think pressure's still high for Cleveland just to win, just in general, just because you know uh, of the decent season they've had. Um, but I think for Durant, I think it's I think it'd, it'd be a bigger win for for Durant if. Uh, if Golden State ended up winning. I don't know. I think Golden State might pull it off in seven. I don't see uh, Cleveland laying down this series. I think, like, the if if Golden State wins, it's like a, okay, great for Durant, I guess. I guess he's going to feel like he made the right decision leaving or whatever. But I feel like 
LeBron is in a no-win situation, really. Like, he's always going to have a pressure on him, no matter how successful he is, because he's always going to have to deal with Jordan comparisons. He's always going to have to be in the, be under the microscope all the time. Like, he can win this series, and then next series is going to be like, oh, uh, so can LeBron do this? Can LeBron do that? Like, he's always going to be, like, questioned. You think, and, it's, a, you think it's a... Uh, uh, you think it's unfair to him? Kinda, um, and and that's coming from somebody who just don't like him. So like, I I I do think he kind of gets unfair treatment. I don't think anybody deserves to be uh, constantly compared to Michael Jordan. And then I also don't think that he should be constantly having to prove himself beyond what he's doing. Yeah, like I feel like he's proven himself at this point. Like. If he never wins a title again, people are gonna act like he was a disappointment or some shit. And I'm like, it, it's not that, it's not that serious. They're only doing that because they're trying to compare him to Michael Jordan. And it's like, so it's like if he finished his career with five five championships, then it'll be like, oh well, he wasn't Jordan, no matter what else he did. And it's like, yeah, oh I, like, well, he wasn't Jordan. Yeah, and I and I definitely agree. Um, and who said he had to be Jordan? Like, I, yeah, I I I mean I I think even with with Kobe the. Uh, the expectation dropped many years ago of him being a a, a Jordan, or at least in the last five years of his his, his career. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't. I th- I definitely am with you. I think it's it's pretty pretty unfair. Um, and I don't think he goes around saying he's going to be better than Jordan. You know, I, I think he you know said about he's chasing the ghost as in Jordan. But you know, I think he he in, in his own right, you know, he 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 would be one of the greatest players to play. And it it doesn't have to be compared to anything that Jordan has done. Yeah. So. I don't Let's know. See I don't, who's Durant looking at? Right. I was right. I was. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I think that I, I'm personally tired of the comparisons to Jordan. I'm tired of anybody being compared to Jordan. Honestly, I'm tired I don't of like having a discussion. I'm yeah, of, I'm tired I'm of conversation. Stats. I'm tired of the posts. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I haven't got to the point yet, but I was—I know I did. You know, I started unfollowing people on Facebook because of it. Like, anytime I see somebody post some random ass meme, and it, my my biggest—I don't know. How, well, I have a lot of. I just just because I'm just growing old and angry. Um, I have a lot of things that just fr- pisses me off. I just want to just unfriend people. Unfo- but I really hate when people title something. I'm just going to put set this right here and then put some they feel it's so thought provoking and it really isn't. And I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's not. And I don't even want to see your shit on Facebook anymore. So you're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I do that so much. I swear I only see like 50 people or some shit. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm over it. I don't I don't need to hear. It. You know, Jordan was dope. I think, you know, um, LeBron is definitely awesome in his own right. And. I think the the comparisons is just extra as fuck. Yeah, and a lot of people may disagree, but you know, whatever. Talk about it on your own podcast. <laughs> 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 Shit, I don't care. It's just, whatever platform. Yeah, it's just I, I don't. You know, somebody, somebody asked me, you know, who I who I wanted to win. I'm like, I don't even, I don't care who wins. Me neither. I feel like the healthy team gonna win. Anybody get injured <laughs> on one team that's a major player, they're gonna be fucked. So I think the healthy team wins and. <clears throat> right now, Golden State has the juice. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a dog. I, I only, I only root for the Pistons. So it's like I only root, I only root for home teams. 
So, you know, I may have a favorite if two other random teams are playing. I may favor one over the other, but nah. I mean, and I've never had an instance where I was a Cleveland fan, though. There's nope. never been an instance of being a Cleveland fan. Shit, a Golden State fan, for that matter. I think watching Curry, his first, when they became, you know, really good. His, I mean, watching Curry was just amazing to watch. Like, his shooting is fucking nuts, dude. And so, you know, certain players, you know, I, I like watch. I like like seeing, like watching. But a fan of their team? Nah. I don't even care about, like... I used to kind of like Golden State, but now I don't care about them either. And it's mostly because, like, I don't really, I don't know. I don't like the fact that they force three-pointers, like, ridiculously. Like, it's like all they do is shoot threes. And it's like, okay, I don't know. I just don't find it that entertaining, honestly. You can find it entertaining if you are a Golden State fan, like yeah. a real Golden State fan. Yeah, I find it entertaining. I, I, it, was, it was definitely a it was definitely a novelty that's not there anymore. Like I think when you know he came in and got really good, you know whatever, like, maybe like three seasons ago or two, <laughs> three seasons ago or whatever. Yeah, I think it was dope to see. It was just like you know we hadn't really seen no one you know hit threes. Durant like, is wild, and, and then Durant just hit a three. Again. You know, you know between other than like you know Bird and you know. Hoaz, Reggie Miller, and you know some other three uh, three pointer three point players, but his shit is just is 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 sick. But now it's like, eh, whatever. <coughs> excuse, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, I don't. I it's don't like this isn't entertaining to watch to me. Like it's like okay, come down, shoot a three. Come down, shoot a three. And like I see their players back up to shoot threes, and I I don't. The backup shooting threes is like really off to me, like. That is like, man, you had the better percentage shot. Why'd you go back? Yeah, I, I don't like so like watching this is not enjoyable to me. I mean, I I think watching well one watching blowouts is just not interesting to me at all. Um, I would have loved to see this game a lot more competitive, but I like to see competitive games like that. I don't want to see mismatched games where the, the 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 officiating is shitty, you know, one and the other. I just want to see. Just even match, even officiated games and shit. Yeah. But yeah, so. So, uh, did you have anything else? Um, no, I think that's about it. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I thought about talking about Tiger Woods, but I don't feel like it no more. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was much to really talk about. I feel like the media just really blew the shit out of proportion. Out of proportion, excuse me. Um. And then they found out it was meds and not alcohol. And then someone tried to remind me on Facebook, on Twitter, that a DUI doesn't mean alcohol. I'm like, motherfucker, I know that. Right. But if you say a person has a DUI, 9.9 out of 10 times is because of fucking alcohol. No one talks about a fucking DUI because they have fucking sleeping pills. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but now people, you know, doesn't, people know this. But still, you get the joke still that it was a fucking DUI like he was drunk. And he had back surgery and taking meds and he might be addicted to the shit. He might have a fucking real problem and shit. And, and you know, people posting fucking uh, uh, mugshot like he out here just, you know, wilding and shit. But nigga probably really need fucking help. Right. Yeah, but we didn't want to talk about it, so I'll leave it. Yeah, I'm good on it. <laughs>
It's just not that interesting. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. Like I can't think of anything really interesting to talk about it other than. Well, yeah, you know. Tiger Woods had a DUI because he took too many meds. And like that's not even news. That shouldn't even. Yeah, be news, it's not God. interesting. Yeah. Like they showing his the the the, the uh, dash cam and I'm like that's not news. Yeah. You I mean people fail uh, sobriety tests because they fucked up. That's not news. That should happen all the fucking time. But whatever. Durant, 38, 8, and 8 on better than 50% shooting. That nigga went off. Yeah. He has a huge chip on his shoulder, though, so I get it. Yeah, I mean, I think he, you know, people, you know, have blamed him for chasing the ring and, you know, going to a, you know, a a good team and all that stupid shit. And, you know, I don't know. I I feel like I, I treat the NBA like I treat any other fucking job. You know, do you go to a lesser fucking job just because, like, whatever. <clears throat> I don't really feel that way. I feel like if Durant would have got traded to fucking Golden State for some crazy shit, no one would say a goddamn thing. As in the whole NBA anyway. That's just how it happened. You get traded and blah, blah, blah. Shit never. No one gives a fuck. You go to a team that you want to go to. You go and actually play for a team and get a pay you want. Everybody want a bitch. So I don't really feel that feel that way. But anyway, um, as always, <laughs> you can find our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, uh, a lot of other. Actually, if you search our our name, what up though? You will find that we are like on a lot of avenues. So there's no reason not to listen. There's some playlist for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can send emails to what up the podcast at Gmail, um, or find us on Facebook or our individual Twitter uh, accounts. Uh, Blame Otis and Michael underscore Aaron. And um, other than that, uh, we'll see y'all next week. Indeed we will. Peace. Peace.